Hey marketers, if you want to get the latest news, trends, and insights in marketing, advertising, and tech, check out the Adweek Podcast Network. Learn from leading voices across media and marketing with original shows like Yeah, That's Probably an Ad, Marketing Vanguard, and Tech Magic with Kathy Hackle. Start listening now by searching Adweek wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Hey there, are you ready to elevate your personal brand or company? Meet Viral Growth, your one-stop shop for video content and audience building. Imagine growing your brand organically on social media without the hassle of editing videos for hours. With Viral Growth, it's a breeze. They handle the brainstorming, scripting, and editing while you simply just hit record. And don't worry about your niche. They cater to everyone, from business and marketing to health and wellness. Are you ready to make waves in the social media realm? Visit viralgrowth.io and use code ADWEEK, that's A-D-W-E-E-K, all lowercase, and get 10% off your plan. Hi, everyone. I'm Molly Kahleen, Adweek Senior TV Reporter, and welcome to Episode 18 of Most Powerful Women in Sports, where the world's greatest marketers, media pros, athletes, and coaches share their remarkable career journeys and how they achieved peak performance. Since I'm on Adweek's TV team, I cover all things streaming, connected TV, measurement, and more, but I'm also tracking sports marketing, media rights deals, and streaming sports-related trends. I've been busy this week out in LA at Adweek's Convergent TV Summit West, and next week we'll head to Madison Square Garden for the Big East Media Day. Today, I'm joined by Stephanie Sherman, Chief Marketing Officer at DraftKings. Stephanie was one of the company's first 15 employees, joining in 2013. She oversees all integrated marketing efforts spanning brand and agency campaigns, media buying, database marketing, and influencer strategy. She took on the role of CMO in January of this year, just in time for the Super Bowl. In this episode, we talk about the ever-changing sports betting landscape, major brand partnerships, advertising and marketing strategies, and new tech like Web3 and NFTs. Thank you for listening, and make sure to subscribe to hear more conversations with the women changing the game. And you can follow me on Twitter at Molly K. Helene. Today, I am so excited to be speaking with Stephanie Sherman, the Chief Marketing Officer at DraftKings, a digital sports betting and gaming company with products that include daily fantasy, gaming options, and digital media. Stephanie joined the company in 2013 as one of its first 15 employees, and she oversees all integrated marketing efforts spanning brand and agency campaigns, media buying, database marketing, and influencer strategy. She took on the role in January of this year, just in time for the Super Bowl. So we have a ton to talk about, and Stephanie, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for being here. Thanks so much for having me. Excited to be here. Yeah, it's so good to see you. So we only have 20 minutes and there is so much to talk about. But first, can you tell me a little bit about yourself? Where are you from? How'd you grow up? And were you interested in sports as a kid? 
Yes. Um, so born and raised uh, here in Boston, I left for a little bit, went to school uh, in Maine, did a lot of travel growing up. Uh, my father came here from Greece uh, when he was in his late 20s, so was fortunate to be able to do a lot of travel uh, there to see family. Um, but today, here in Boston, still uh, very close to where, very close to where I grew up. So, you know, reflecting on sort of question around childhood and, and growing up, I think probably two threads come to mind. I would say, you know, the first, my family had a small business, women's health clubs. They, my parents started it early in the 80s before women's health, women's gym was really a thing or, or in vogue. So sort of that thread certainly was a part of growing up, whether it was the sort of odd jobs or absorbing everything that, you know, in hindsight, uh, a lot of things when I think about marketing and basics of, you know, easy to remember phone number and simple communication and, and uh, that type of thing, you know, testing through direct mail. So sort of exposed to a lot of those things and, and, and certainly the ups and downs of, of, a, of a small business. And, you know, I, I think another thing you mentioned, you know, sports uh, as, as part of uh, childhood, absolutely. Um, my father was an Olympic athlete, an Olympic boxer. So from an early age, you know, that was certainly an, an inspiration and, and that sort of proximity to understanding, you know, elite athletes, what it sort of takes, the dedication, you know, was was always, uh, was certainly an inspiration. And for me personally, um, figure skating, field hockey, but ultimately settled in in high school uh, with track and field um, and continued to run um, in college. So certainly sports was a, was a part of it. And, and now it's... Um, it's interesting, you know, seeing it, my older child getting into sports, soccer, hockey. So those lessons, you know, the winning and losing. But I think the most fun is sort of seeing that that sports fandom uh, through his eyes. There's no bigger Boston sports fan today than than my son. So that's that's great to see. That's so great. And so it sounds like pretty much you're kind of perfectly aligned for a career in the sports business world. So you were one of the first 15 employees at DraftKings. So Obviously, the sports betting landscape has massively changed in the past nine years. So what has your career path been like and what have been some of the biggest changes you've seen in the industry? Yes. So um, when I started at, at DraftKings, obviously, um, you know, actually started consulting when I was uh, still working at the former company I was at, uh, Vistaprint, now Simpress. And at that time, there were a couple of players in the space, but ultimately, it was, you know, the challenge of building a brand and, and building a, a company. And I think what attracted me to um, getting into the industry at the time really was, you know, certainly personal and sort of the opportunity to help, you know, start a, a marketing team and think about it as more blue sky, that full customer experience from marketing to um, advertising into the, you know, consumer journey through the product it was the business opportunity, like I mentioned at the time, um, you know, seeing the this sort of beginning blossoming industry and the opportunity to to help influence and change how how fans experience sports. And then also, you know, the, the co-founders sort of working with them at, at my previous company and, you know, sort of the vision, the leadership, and also just really great people that you want to sort of get in the trenches with. And so sort of starting from there, you know, at that point it was daily, it was daily fantasy only. And through, you know, the the ups and downs over the years, I think it's um you know, really punctuated by some some pretty high highs and some pretty low lows in, in the journey. But, you know, the industry from sort of uh, the company we were, Daily Fantasy to now, Daily Fantasy, sports betting, casino, now entering into the Web3 space. Mm -hmm. um, it's just been sort of an exciting, certainly exciting journey. And um, for me personally, from company of, 
of 15 to now we're over 4,000, you know, all of those, all of those experiences in between in terms of what is it, you know, what does it look like uh, for us to be successful at a 15 person company, a 100 person company, now 4,000. And I think just being, you know, aware of what that takes, what the composition of teams are needed. I think that's been a, an incredible part of the journey as well. So there's a lot of threads I want to follow there. <laughs> But first, let's start with building a brand. So DraftKings has partnerships with pretty much every major sports league. And the brand's kind of evolved from just daily sports betting into a one-stop shop for fans. What's that evolution been like? And how are you capitalizing on the growing interest and legalization? Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, I think exactly as you mentioned, it's really this... um, customer focus around how can we better that experience for sports fans. So starting in daily fantasy all the way through to uh, today in in the web three space. So we have fantastic partnerships that have certainly evolved over the years to to sort of help um, bring the the brand into the forefront, not just of daily fantasy or sports betting, but of sports in general. Mm -hmm. And I think the, the sort of starting of that evolution, you know, I, I recall one of my favorite memories was when we were first, 2013, 2014, our first live events, I remember we decided that, you know, we wanted to give a, 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 you know, giant check for third place, you know, not just first and second. So I'm going through the airport carrying this, you know, giant check and folks were saying, oh, DraftKings, I didn't know, you know, that was real. I didn't realize people were actually winning that money. And I think it was sort of in that moment and thinking about sort of taking the brand, uh, sort of that authentic uh, content and that um, you know, really encapsulating that thrill of having something on the line and skin in the game that has been this thread through daily fantasy to sports betting, you know, and now Web3. So as we continue to think about, you know, how to reach uh, our audience players and uh, uh, prospect players and existing players, mm-hmm. um, really wanting to make sure that, you know, we continue to innovate and we continue to have the right message for the right audience uh, in a way that resonates and that really authentic content uh, for the different product verticals that we have. And then you were promoted in January, just before the Super Bowl, which DraftKings had its second consecutive add-in. So how can you take advantage of these kind of massive platforms like the Super Bowl and other big temple events to promote DraftKings? Yes. Um, so Super Bowl, very exciting time. Uh, you know, most bet on uh, a day uh, of the year. So I think for all brands, you know, Super Bowl is certainly a huge platform for for awareness, for for acquisition. But I think for us in our category in the industry, that ability to not just you know be be part of the moment, but to help um, engage and 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 bring some of that excitement. So we were really excited uh, for the past couple of years to be able to uh, sort of true to the experience, uh, be able to help uh, fans have have something on the line while while they're watching. Uh, the Super Bowl. So I think that, you know, sort of not just about that moment, but really uh, the moments building up to the Super Bowl and after and continuing to find ways that that we can connect with our fans, have authentic content and and that, you know, shows up one way and in a in a moment like the Super Bowl and, and that wide of a, a, a platform, um, but also in other ways, whether it's unique to a certain influencer or platform and, and how can we make sure that we're thinking about that. Um, in the right way to the to the different audiences, because at its mm-hmm. at its core, the the, the content um, you know of betting of of sports betting is really interesting uh, to to folks. Well, I want to keep on the advertising and marketing track for a second. So, how do you think about national versus local markets, and what's the kind of the difference in strategy there? 
Great question. And uh, sort of the, the national and local both play a huge piece and, and component to our marketing strategy. And I think um, actually this this month uh, marks four years since uh, PASPA was overturned uh, and New Jersey was the first state uh, with uh, mobile uh, legalized sports betting. And so as you think about, you know, now four years later, <laughs> over uh, 35% of the population with uh, mobile sports betting, that how we think about sort of the, the role of local, how we think about the role of national uh, continues continues to shift. But ultimately, that local fandom will always play a role in how we think about whether it's, you know, targeted digital sort of personalized messaging mm-hmm. or more linear based, as well as as we think about as new states launch. So, um, you know, we continue to see new states legalize sports betting and we will continue to see that. We're really excited about um, uh, some of the states uh, up and coming. And so local will always play a role there. But as we think about national, what's been really exciting has been, you know, the ability to have more of a national platform with more of uh, the population able to to bet legally. And, you know, our partners, uh, you know, we were able to for the first time talk about sports betting on air um, in the Super Bowl with 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 NFL. Um, but that's that's sports betting. We always have our uh, daily fantasy product, which is national um, and, and continues to be um, a, a strong product for us to engage with um, existing and, and, and prospective players. Mm-hmm. But national and local both will play a huge part of our mix um, across all of our different uh, marketing channels. That definitely makes sense. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hey there, podcast fam. Are you ready to break free from the social media rut? Hold on to your hatch because we've got just a thing for you. Meet Viral Growth, your one-stop shop for leveling up your online presence. Whether you're a personal brand or a company, they've got the tools and know-how to take you to the next level. With Viral Growth, forget about those endless hours of video editing. They handle everything from brainstorming to polishing your content so you can just focus on being awesome. And guess what? We're hooking you up with a sweet deal. Use code ADWEEK for 10% off when you sign up. Ready to take your social media game to the next level? Head on over to viralgrowth.io and let's turn those digital dreams into a reality. And then you have mentioned Web3 a couple times. So we're going to wade into some territories that I probably don't understand as well as you do. But as this technology continues to evolve, like we're talking about Web3, we're talking about NFTs. How are you balancing DraftKings legacy products with these new opportunities? Absolutely. And so, you know, ultimately at its core, you know, what, what you mentioned at the top of, you know, we are building and innovating to be that one-stop shop where, you know, that sports fan can come and experience uh, sports in, in whatever ways, uh, whether it's new or existing. So uh, core will always be relentless innovation on, um, you know, our existing 
products, sports betting, daily fantasy, casino. How do we ensure that there's a frictionless experience? How are we innovating on bet types? It's been really exciting to see the adoption of uh, in-game betting. You know, over uh, half of uh, folks uh, betting in last NFL season placed an in-game bet. So I think relentless focus on that frictionless experience will always be a core focus. But, you know, unlike when we were 15 people uh, now, uh, you know, uh, the, the resources that we have really allow us to um, not only deliver sort of exceptional experiences, um, but also innovate and in making sure that we are delivering those experiences that our players want to see. Um, and I think in the um, uh, we're excited with this, you know, intersection of sports and technology entertainment with three what competing in that space and you know bringing you know we've launched our uh, DraftKings marketplace um we're in partnership with tom brady's uh nft company autograph we uh we also have our own uh collectibles where we provide um you know through those nfts we provide utility through our core products through uh, rewards in daily fantasy and sports betting and uh recently back to our roots a fantasy uh, a blockchain based fantasy game. So um, all of those things, you know, really intersect around that relentless focus on the customer and providing that best uh, engaging entertainment experience uh, to, to our players. So there's definitely a lot of opportunity with Web3 and NFTs and blockchain coming up for DraftKings. Yeah, we, um, and I, I mean, it's, it's, it's certainly exciting. And I think it's another one of those moments where um, the impact and the opportunity is huge. Um, and uh, you, you mentioned, you know, a newer space maybe for you to get into, but I think that's, uh, you know, certainly the beauty of it is how early it is and how much things will continue to change. Um, and, and we're excited to, to be at the forefront there and, and helping be a part of it. Mm-hmm. So moving tracks a little bit, as sports betting continues to get legalized across the country, um, this is a relatively new process uh, and gambling can be a bit of an addiction. How is DraftKings and you um, thinking about creating a responsible gaming space and marketing the company as such? It's a great question. And responsible gaming is a huge priority for for us, for me, for DraftKings and for the industry as as a whole. So there's a lot of different ways that we think about um, our responsible gaming programs and and how uh, we intend to really have enduring um, impact. Um, you know, certainly there's, you know, more from a marketing standpoint, it's about education through all channels, whether it's, you know, uh, awareness campaigns, touch points through our internal uh, communications. But beyond that, beyond sort of, you know, partnerships that that we have, we partner with folks uh, like the American Gaming Association, again, to help sort of collectively build uh, awareness um, going beyond that, uh, partnering with organizations like the Cambridge Health Alliance to redefine how uh, employee training happens uh, inside the company to ensure that um, sort of best in class and and pushing and evolving there. One of the things uh, uh, this year is funding uh, state council funds. So over a million dollars to local uh, state councils, not just in uh, jurisdictions where uh, sports betting is legal, but also uh, in where it isn't. Uh, And, and, uh, you know, our hope is that, you know, those funds go to uh, nonprofits uh, supporting in and around uh, responsible gaming uh, to ensure more resources, expanded resources, and then again, you know, uh, contributions to uh, research and, and programs to really understand uh, the the risk and prevalence in mm-hmm. sports betting. So, um, a huge priority, huge focus again for for us at DraftKings and, and the industry as a whole. Great. 
And then sports can be a pretty male dominated and a tough industry as can gaming and betting. So what have been personally some challenges along the way for you and what advice do you have for women who are trying to break into the industry? Yes, I think, um, you know, in general, uh, advice I would have really is, um, you know, if trying to get into sports um, or sort of, uh, you know, in a, in a male dominated industry, I think, you know, the more you can build, uh, have a group of advocates, the more, um, you know, talk to as many people as you can. I think, you know, reaching out, even if you don't always get uh, answers, um, you know, the you know, for, for every maybe 10 people you reach out to, maybe you'll get a response. So I think really sort of investing time in, in that. And I think um, that sort of the, those advocates internal uh, to organizations um, have been key and, and have certainly been something that has been helpful for, for me, particularly in a, in a male uh, dominated industry. And uh, for those uh, folks that may already be in sports or certainly a male dominated industry, you know, advice would just be, particularly for women, really being cognizant and deliberate about, you know, bringing folks along with you, whether that's as simple as, you know, a callback to making sure credit is 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 given where it's due in a meeting all the way to something formal and in sort of a, a, a mentor uh, style relationship. Mm -hmm. I think those would, would be uh, the things that I would focus on and the advice that, that I would give. What would you tell Stephanie in 2013 when she joined DraftKings now? Oh my goodness. A lot of things. There, there would be a lot of things. Um, but, uh, you know, I think probably the one main thing I would say would be, you know, get ready for the ride. Um, and uh, I, I think, you know, sort of underneath that is really just, I'm so fortunate to have been part of building this, this company and along for the journey and really appreciating that, you know, everything changes every six months. I mean, that's part of, uh, that's part of the excitement. That's part of the innovation, but I think really being deliberate around, um, you know, uh, what the next six months look like, how can I be better, um, continue to evolve, um, continue to invest in teams and talent, uh, to make sure that, um, we're, we're the best, uh, team that we can be. And then where's the future heading? What's next for DraftKings? What do you hope to see? Future is very exciting and very bright, I think, is, you know, as I mentioned, just continuing to um, have that sort of customer focus, understanding where and how we can innovate to provide um, better experiences for the products we continue to have, or again, push into the new frontiers, um, like our blockchain-based uh, fantasy game uh, marketplace with NFTs. So what I, you know, hope to continue to do is really connect in an authentic way with our players um, and, and continue to drive uh, and continue to drive results. Well, thank you so much for being here today. 20 minutes has absolutely flown by. But before I let you go, I believe you have some key takeaways that you want to share with the audience. So three things here. So first one, you know, stay focused on solutions. You know, I think you mentioned what I would say to, you know, 2013 DraftKings, uh, Stephanie, I think it's really this mindset of there's always going to be challenges. You'll always make mistakes, but how do you learn from them? How do you keep focused? How do you always uh, bring to the table solutions and sort of a bias to action and path forward? The second, uh, lead with heart and head uh, to, to deliver business results. So table stakes, of course, delivering results, you know, sort of core competencies uh, from, a, from a leadership standpoint. But I think what is required of leaders today, especially with the last couple of years, what's required of companies uh, to acquire and retain the best talent, I think is really shifting. And I think that's that combination of uh, sort of leading with head and heart to build the best teams and, and deliver the best uh, results. 
And lastly, opportunity for impact is everywhere with the right mindset. So I think, uh, as, as we just talked about, I think with sports, sports entertainment, um, uh, with sort of intersection of Web3, the opportunity for impact is everywhere. And I think if you're excited about sports um, in sort of any domain that, you know, really everything touches uh, within this within this industry, it's just a really exciting time uh, with the right mindset of how to innovate, how to deliver value uh, and how to make impact. It's a great time to be in sports. Well, Stephanie, thanks again for joining us today. And thank you for those words of wisdom. Thank you for listening to Adweek's Most Powerful Women in Sports, part of the Adweek Podcast Network and ACAST Creator Network. This podcast was produced by Amanda Sickler, executive produced by Al Manorino and John Heal, and edited by Lane McGivney at Batwell Studios. You can listen and subscribe to all Adweek's podcasts by visiting adweek.com slash podcast. Stay updated on all things Adweek Podcast Network by following us on Twitter at Adweek Podcasts. And if you have a question or suggestion for the show, send us an email at podcast at adweek.com. Hey there, podcast fam. Are you ready to break free from the social media rut? Hold on to your hatch because we've got just a thing for you. Meet Viral Growth, your one-stop shop for leveling up your online presence. Whether you're a personal brand or a company, they've got the tools and know-how to take you to the next level. With Viral Growth, forget about those endless hours of video editing. They handle everything from brainstorming to polishing your content so you can just focus on being awesome. And guess what? We're hooking you up with a sweet deal. Use code ADWEEK for 10% off when you sign up. Ready to take your social media game to the next level? Head on over to viralgrowth.io and let's turn those digital dreams into a reality. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Need new glasses or want a fresh new style? Warby Parker has you covered. Glasses start at just 95 bucks, including anti-reflective, scratch-resistant prescription lenses that block 100% of UV rays. Every frame's designed in-house, with a huge selection of styles for every face shape. And with Warby Parker's free home try-on program, you can order five pairs to try at home for free. Shipping is free both ways, too. Go to warbyparker.com covered to try five pairs of frames at home for free. WarbyParker.com slash covered.